Welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're here to talk with you about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Sweet. We usually kick it off with news. And news is all about where you can find us this fall in the real world. So coming up soon, I will be at the Sierra Nevada Yarn Crawl at Knits and Nuts Tahoe. Pretty much for the whole crawl, but definitely the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the crawl runs from September 15th to 18th. You can find both me and my yarns at Knits and Knots Tahoe. They carry my stuff too. They carry my stickers and stuff. So I'll mm-hmm. be there in spirit. <laughs> you will. And I will be in person at the Woolen Folk Festival, which is the Friday before the New York Sheep and Wool Festival, Rhinebeck. Uh, it's October 14th all day in Kingston, New York, and it is going to be a super awesome yarn event. Uh, I am sharing a booth with Kemper of Junk Yarn, and we have all sorts of fantastical plans for you. I have a whole brand new collection of stuff that's debuting at the festival. Kemper has brand new yarn that's debuting at the festival. I will have all of my existing stuff. It will be the first time that my super cool pin gumball machine will be present at a festival. I will also have the most fabulous booth babe of Lauren with me. And Lauren's going to have a little table and maybe do some little tarot readings for tips with my yarn tarot deck. So it's going to be a really fun time. There's all sorts of awesome vendors who are going to be there. I know Rochelle of Homebrew Fiber Co. is going to be there. I'm super excited to meet her in person for the first time. Uh, We will also be just attending Rhinebeck as a pod of witches. So uh, the Radical Threads crew will also be at Rhinebeck proper, yeah. and I am so excited to meet them. Yeah, that'll be awesome. And we're going to have a little witchy meetup on the hill at some point. Details to come for that. But if you are in the uh, New York area, maybe maybe come hang with us at Woolen Folk and Rhinebeck. It'll be a good time. I'm so excited. Me too. Sweet. So on with our yarny stuff. I accidentally finished four things what did you finish how (laughs) so they're all small you'll it'll make sense when you see them so i finished two hat danas okay 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 i forgot you were on this hat dana kick yeah so i have my hands this is the hand spun yes this is the hand spun in worsted i really like the construction of this the way it's put together like the part it hangs really nicely off the head i can't wait to do some cute little videos where i style this uh this is the fiber that i spun up from rapunzel fiber arts in the coruscant colorway it's really good i did some little tassely tassels at the end i'm convinced that this is a really great thing to do with those special single skeins that you have because it's super adaptable for any weight of yarn there is a free modification for fingering weight on ye old ravelry it's so cute it's really cute like i said I, this one's for me and i'm so excited to style it and then i also had a random skein of indie yarn indie dyed yarn Ooh, fall. and i did Yes. And it's got pinks and greens and speckles and it's a little tweedy. And I'm in, this is DK weight. I cranked out a second hat Dana. This one will be for lovely shop owner, Aubrey of Knits and Nuts Tahoe. Um, These are definitely her crawlers. She likes 
lots of bold blends of colors and she is also a messy bun queen so i think that this that will be real cute it'll be real cute for somebody who wears a lot of messy buns mm-hmm. um i'm into it i think it's really great to thing to do with single skeins it's easily memorizable and if you have something that like a single skein of sock yarn and you don't want the beautiful yarn to be hidden in your socks i think this is a really good it um, looks good with the highly variegated yarn too which is nice because yeah. it can be hard to find a pattern that is going to look good with a highly variegated yarn as well exactly and so you start at the tip and you work your way up and because the stitch count is always changing it, it's not really gonna pool mm-hmm. so yeah that is a concern i have with lots of my single skeins of indie dyed yarn so i'm excited about that so i finished two hat danas <laughs> and i finished two baby hats for a oh, friend okay. who's expecting so oh, yeah the one with the pom-pom so cute it's mm-hmm. so small yeah, so I have this little one in fingering weight that I just did a little vanilla hat, and this is Pitchfork Fibers Boogie Wonderland colorway. And I just did a standard vanilla beanie with a three-needle bind-off at the top so that it makes little ears. I think it's going to be really cute. My friends are getting um, a surprise gendered baby, and they're not really hung up about gender in general, which is great. This yarn is like white with lots of like pink and orange and blue speckle sections, which made for a really fun hat. And then I used the leftovers from my hat, Dana, in the DK. (laughs) The little pom-poms just so cute. Yes, and I made the weeest little pom-pom, just a standard little little hat for a wee person. Yeah, and I'm excited to send these off to my friend who is expecting. Cute. Yeah, yeah. Another great thing to do with leftover scraps is bibby hats because people, al- people always be breeding. And if not, there are plenty of charitable places that you can send a bibby hat for new people that you don't know i'm a fan of the baby sock as well they're so small like little booties yeah yeah and hats and socks for uh people who can't control their digestive systems at all seem like the best thing to to make mm-hmm. uh, because they're out of the spew slash blowout zones mm-hmm. so yeah that is what i made impressive yeah and it will surprise no one that I have cast on a third hat, Dana. <laughs> no. What's this yarn? This is some indie dyed. I forgot who it was by, but it was supernatural themed, which is why I bought it. I remember the name. It was called They Ate My Tailor, which is about Crowley, which cracks me up. Um, so yeah, I'm using my little supernatural markers and I have my little tape, tape deck or cassette yes. tape marker. Yep, this one is going to be for me. This was a skein that I could not bear to give away. It's MCN and Ooh, nerdy. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I think two hot Danas for me will be sufficient. I have my worsted weight hand spun one and this indie dyed MCN one. I think it'll be really nice. I'm nice. enjoying knitting it. The only other thing I've been working on is my ripple halter top modification, sweater modification. How's that going? It's good. You can see I've gotten from this stitch marker on. So I've got a couple inches on it. Honestly, it's at the place now where I need to do check to see where I am in sleeves. So I haven't been working on it because I've been lazy. Mm-hmm. But this is another thing that's also in Indie Dyed MCN. So I'm just like in a cushy MCN phase. 
Nice. In my life. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a little, little toidle neck, Cute. little cropped toidle neck. I'm excited. And that's really all I have been knitting on. What have you been knitting on, crafting on? Um, the other thing I've really worked a bunch on is my vanilla socks that are in a Regia self-striping. I forgot to bring them with me, so I can't show them for video people. But I'm very close to being done. I'm almost to the toe. Uh, so those will probably be done next time we talk. And I also have been doing some spinning. I did a lot of spinning over the weekend. I'm working on a loop bump of fiber and I really like working with it. I got it in Rhinebeck back in 2019 and it's just been chilling in my stash because I've been kind of on a spinning hiatus as we talked about earlier. But yeah, it is a like a center pull bump of fiber and it creates a gradient yarn really seamlessly. And it's nice. It kind of just pulls out in like a pencil roving almost. Uh, so I've been just spinning a really smooth, consistent, thin yarn from it. And I think it's going to be nice. I'm going to do a little chain ply of it so it'll keep its colors consistent. And it should be fun. I am on the like orangey part and it goes to yellow and then like tealy green after that. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a hoot. Yeah, it's fun. Speaking of fiber, I acquired some fiber for acquisitions. Ooh. I love spinning up that hat Dana yarn so much that I got the sweater quantity I've been wanting of chaos, the chaos theory Rolex yeah, from Rapunzel Fiber those are Arts. pretty. Yeah, it's a grungy base with like tones of gray, but with all sorts of flecks of neps and noils and little and fun little things and sparkle thrown in. So I got a sweater. This is going to be my first hand spun sweater. It's an adventure that I am undertaking and I'm excited about it, but I also got some free samples and I can show those off here. But so what's cool about the samples that came in this order, well, I've been saving all my singles on spare bobbins. And I think when I get three spare bobbins filled up, not filled up, but like filled up partially to a certain point, um, I'm going to just ply them together and have a crazy skein. I don't know what I'm going to do with, Uh, but the sample Rolex are really good for just spinning onto that. So they'll just be in my hodgepodge skein. I got this one, which is called Sea Hag. It's a fun name. It is a fun name. Ooh. Got some little Rolex. There's some purples, some teals, some grungy brownies going on in there. Lots of crinkling, but I like it. And this one is Sasquatch. Crinkle, crinkle. I love it. It cracks me up. So I got it. And look at these pretty Ooh, red, pretty nice, nice reds, kind of cool brown, purple undertones with pops. Just really like it. That's nice. And then lastly, this one is called Indigo Montoya, which cracks me up. <laughs> and Ooh, that's super majestic. And indigos. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. My speaking of the the pun source for that. My Sweetie has had a hard time telling actors apart always. And recently I had to explain to him that the actor who plays the Mandalorian is not the same as the actor who played Inigo Montoya in the late Mm eighties in princess bride. They are in (laughs) fact separate humans. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He just didn't age in 30 years. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) 
all men with mustaches look the same. They're the same. <laughs> the way it is. You can't tell blonde women apart. It's, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Yes, indeed. And that is what I have acquired. What nice. did you acquire this week? I got some random little spooky bits because it's basically Halloween now. <laughs> I got a bag of candy corn, which is 100% for a photo prop. <laughs> and i got this cute little haunted house shelf this is from the target really cute dollar spot it's really cute it has like little shingle details and windows and Mm -hmm. it hangs on the wall it has a little wall hanger but Mm -hmm. i got it because i got the little cutest ceramic ghost in salem and he's just on my shelf right now but i thought it would be cute to hang this on the wall and put the little ceramic ghost in there he could be a little wall art so that's very cute and then i just picked up today these pumpkin lights which are just little battery led lights that i'm going to use to like display my uh advent calendar uh halloween advent calendar doing some like photos and i'm also gonna have it at woolen folk and stuff so i can put these lights around it on the table to draw attention to its spookiness nice Mm -hmm. nice it's rad and I'm just now seeing that they don't include batteries. Well, then how do they light up? They just lit up. I know. <laughs> so confused. I don't understand. Mysteries. We'll find out. Maybe there's like a small battery for this like try me thing that isn't mm-hmm. the actual battery case. Hmm. Perhaps. Interesting. Well, shall we talk about a cult corner? Yeah. We are continuing to learn about astrology this year, and it's Virgo season. Which is me season. Yes. Yeah. He's a Virgo. Mm -hmm. So we're going to learn. We're going to learn all about Virgo stuff. Yeah. Virgo season is from August 23rd through September 22nd. The symbol is the maiden, and it is a mutable earth sign, and it's ruled by Mercury which Gemini is also ruled by Mercury, and Gemini is my rising sign. Fun facts. Mm -hmm. So Virgos are known for being very helpful and organized. They're very good friends, uh, and they really like to use their skills and resources to help their friends, and they really like to solve problems. But because of that, they can also be too into everyone else's business <laughs> and uh, are very prone to the why would I let someone else do a thing when I'll do it better lack of delegation skills <laughs> uh, which I don't relate to at all <laughs> and they're very practical and hardworking, methodical sometimes they're known for being clean freaks uh, I don't suffer from that I would say. Yeah, they could be overly critical and kind of worry warts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So pretty much across all of Middle Eastern and like Mediterranean mythology, it is associated if they if that culture had a goddess uh, that was also a wheat goddess, that is what this constellation is about. And in some she's a maiden and in some she's not. Yeah, pretty strong uh, associations between like a, a young female deity and wheat. The Greeks thought the Virgo 
constellation was associated with Astrea, which was one of the last immortals, like in their golden age of like immortals living on earth to be with the humans before the humans ruined everything so much that the gods all went to Olympus. But in Roman mythology, which is largely patterned off of of Greek mythology, the Virgo constellation is associated with either Persephone and or Demeter, which would make sense because those are both goddesses related to fertility and growth, as well as Ceres, who is just a standard, just wheat goddess, only wheat. And then... <laughs> yeah. And Demeter is Persephone's mom, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Egyptian and Babylonians identified this constellation as well, and it is associated with their wheat with the harvest and a wheat goddess too. The Babylonians called the the constellation the furrow, which I thought was interesting and was associated with Shala, said wheat goddess. That's so yeah. interesting that there's so much wheat goddess happening specifically. I know. <laughs> Across anywhere touching the Mediterranean, they were like, this is the wheat constellation. It's in the sky when the wheat is harvested and we like wheat. <laughs> I mean, I beer. like wheat too. Yeah, it makes beer, it makes bread. What more could you want? Yeah. And I did look up some astronomy stuff, and there are some truly chunky exoplanets in the Virgo constellation. Just things that are like, this is 10 times the size of Jupiter. This is seven times the size of Jupiter. Just some some real chonkers of exoplanets. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've got. Sweet. Well, I have my traditional list of famous people. Uh, which had some fun, famous people. Yeah, lots of like single name recognition people, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of authors. I have Bernie Sanders. Yes. Mary Shelley. Ooh, I didn't see that one. Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek. Yes. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> we love Keanu. Yes, we love the Matrix. <laughs> if you have been in the Matrix, we list you on these astrology famous people birthdays. Beyonce, another single mm-hmm. name queen. Idris Elba. Yes, yes. Amy Poehler. Uh huh. Stephen King. Yeah. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I saw that. So many authors. And Agatha Christie, too. <gasps> my goodness mm-hmm. i also saw tolstoy is on the list another author oh and the only one him. that the only one that i wrote down that you didn't have was tom hardy as well oh yeah i didn't write down tom hardy because i already had chris pine and i try and limit my random white actors mm-hmm. <laughs> just enjoy tom hardy a lot i think he's cute fair enough <laughs> um should we find out what my best uh careers would be according to co-star i haven't read them in advance this time oh my gosh yes what they are tell us what co-star thinks is the best career for a virgo hot librarian Mm -hmm. tupperware for other people's messes How, how do you feel about that I don't want to be a Tupperware. <laughs> Walking encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Human GPS. Do you have a good sense of direction? Yes. And no. If I am walking, I have a pretty good sense of direction. But I have a very bad sense of direction if I am driving and rely on my own GPS pretty heavily. And one person welcome committee. Oh, that's cute. 
Oh, adorbs. I saw that the tarot card associated with Virgo is the hermit. Oh, see, I saw the nine of pentacles. Oh, I really like that one, too. Mm -hmm. Don't most signs have a major arcana and a minor arcana card? Yeah, maybe I was just looking at one that was using the uh, minor list. But yeah, uh, I see that Mm -hmm. the hermit is the most frequent listed one. That makes sense. I I think both of them make sense. Mm -hmm. I really like the Nine of Pentacles. I find that one happy and reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a fun fact, the both of us in our long-term romantic partnerships find ourselves in a relationship between a Cancer and a Virgo. Yep. (laughs) We think they're a good pair. And I did see that Cancers and Virgos make good pairs. Yep. We're proving it. We're proving it. (laughs) (laughs) the the virgo that i find myself married to knew nothing about astrology so i was telling telling him about himself last night oh yeah did he did he agree that he fit into the virgo traits a little bit i think Mm -hmm. i don't know about all of them he he could care less about astrology though that's fair i used to be annoyed that i was a virgo because the like the symbol for it is always a naked lady and Mm -hmm. i don't like want to be a naked lady (laughs) in fact at least you're not a 69 crab okay the 69 is bad but crabs are fun who doesn't want to be a crab but it's always just a naked lady uh i even (laughs) bought a piece of art when i was in seattle that had a sheep for virgo instead because i was like yay it's not a naked lady it's a sheep um but I mean, I like it a little bit more now that I'm like a witchy person and it can be like kind of the threefold goddess as opposed to just a naked lady. It can be like the maiden. Mm-hmm. And I also, so many like just quick little astrology lists and descriptions. It's like Virgo is like the annoying perfectionist one. And I don't that I don't like that. I mean, what what sign isn't boiled down to a handful of negative comments? Like, yeah, but when you're young, you don't realize that. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, I don't want to be the annoying perfectionist goody two shoes one. But now I accept that I am this way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts on your lived experience as a Virgo? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Virgos are great. Hug your favorite Virgo today. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we shall. We Virgos shall are also things. one of the most common astrological signs because this is oh, the yeah. time when a lot of babies get born. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are several Virgos in my life. I have four. Oh, nine months after Christmas and New Year's, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well. All have a Virgo-tastic day. We're going to do a little bit of shameless self-promotion and then get on out of here. Yep. Um, By the time you're hearing this, I will have had a shop update occurring on September 4th. And all this yarn may or may not still be in the shop, but I like it a lot. I'll be having about a half dozen of my little fellowship kits, which are- Oh, those are so cute. Yes. These are my self-striping scraps. I sometimes have a little left over on a cone when I dye up a full cone of self-striping and I wind them off into balls that are between five and 15 grams, but mostly about 10 grams. And when I have a 
at least 10 colorways and at least 100 grams, I slap them into a bag. And these are only Lord of the Rings inspired colorways. So they all kind of go together. That's right. I I will say if you're looking for these and there are more than one in the shop, don't get more than one because they're going to have a lot of the same colors, unless that's what you're going for, in which case knock yourself out. Mm -hmm. I am also going to be having my like kind of like spooky themed collection that I really like. Just getting getting them all up. Pile. Ooh. I think they all look good together. I have Dead Marshes, Smeagol, Nazgul, Athelion, and they have a Cape Troll. And they make me really happy. And then I'll also be having my very variegated Minas Morgul. So all of these will be in my shop. Fun. Yeah. What do you have to promo this week? Our advent? Buy our advent. <laughs> yeah, buy our advent calendar. Are you sick of us talking about our advent calendar? Then buy it so that we stop talking about it because there won't be any left. <laughs> our trick-or-treat advent calendar is a 13-day advent calendar leading up to Halloween. I'm going to start shipping them, uh, I think, not this week. The week that this episode comes out is when I'm going to start shipping them. Uh, so I'm going to be packaging them next week, getting them ready to go. Uh, the yarn for the sock kits uh, that Lauren has dyed is on its way to me right now. So mm-hmm. things are going to go out imminently. So if you want to buy one and you don't want to have to wait that long to receive it, now's a good time to get it. They are limited in number. I will not be making more once they sell out. So go get it, especially the yarn. The yarn is the most limited thing right now. So if you want to get more special socks set that's Halloween inspired, go check that out on my website. Uh, it's uh, There's a trick-or-treat banner at the very top of my website, kittywithacupcake.com, that you can click and get all the info on the advent calendar. If you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, just head on over to fibercoven.com. You can find links to our Patreon where we have a whole nother podcast in case you want to hear us talk some more. You can find links to my yarns, to Emily's patterns and merch and all that good stuff and show notes for what you just heard. So yeah, any questions, head on over to fibercoven.com. And until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.